you are listening to High TV, your place for cannabis news, insights, and information. If you're new to this podcast, you're a newbie. What's going on, newbie? Welcome to the show. Hope to see you soon. Just know when Monday morning comes and this podcast plays in your cars and your headphones, you will be the most informed person in cannabis in your circle. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. ITV. Hey, welcome back, Hot TV. It's been a minute, man. I haven't heard from you guys in a long time, or you guys haven't heard from me. It's been about two weeks. I know I post every Monday, 4.20 a.m., you know, just on the clock, regular. But I wanted to make sure after the last episode, especially after shouting out a collaborative guest episode with the Green Baker, that I will be able to post it as the next episode. So I know you guys are have waited, but I promise you it's worth the wait. You're going to learn some things. You're going to laugh a little bit just like our regular high TV episodes. So as always, if you want to learn more about our guest, look in the description. This will be the way I will do things for future guests. I know I said I'll hold the description hostage until you guys start supporting me as much as you used to, but you know what? I'm sure it will come in time, right? And I won't leave you guys hanging for two weeks like a dad that went to the cigarette store and never came back. <laughs> oh, man. So as always, uh. Hemp International Instagram, uh, sunsethemp.org for your CBD flower and CBD green and mild needs. And uh, yeah, enjoy the episode with Angie, a.k.a. the Green Baker, coming up right about now. Welcome back to another episode of High TV, where we bring you cannabis news now. So you are the most informed in your circle about what's happening in the cannabis space. Today is a special episode. We have a special guest. But as always, we're going to go ahead and start with quick hits, then give you a mini introduction. So first off, we're going to talk about college weed degrees. What is there a purpose for college weed degrees? Do you think it can really be beneficial? I think nowadays, yeah, definitely it would be a, a, a plus to be able to have a degree. I yeah. Mean, you know, especially because degrees are so overrated now. But if right. you had a degree in cannabis, like legit, you would have like street cred and book cred. So I think that would be amazing. You, gotta, you have to automatically get high grades. Like what classes are they taking in week college? You can stay high in week college. <laughs> <laughs> is, is smoking in class permitted? I think it would if it was for research purposes. Bring your notebook, your laptop, and rolling papers. That's right. It's in the syllabus. So <laughs> new story, two new programs being offered through Western Illinois University and Colorado State University are now enrolling students to have their cannabis degrees. They're thinking that these degrees are going to help these uh, students potentially land jobs in the cannabis space. But what kind of things are they learning in this cannabis class? Like, are they learning how to grow it? Are they learning how to cultivate? Like, what exactly? Or are they learning, like, the plant itself? So it's like education on the plant, botany, and maybe some business as well. So it's not just, Mm. you know, how they have in Oaksterdam in California where they kind of like basics. This more goes into complexity. I guess it is a degree. I mean, I feel kind of like if you're going to do a degree, then you need to cover mm. it all. Like, you can't just give, like, hey, these are the parts of the plant, right? right? And then, like, hey, here's a business plan. <laughs> like, I think you kind of want to give people the ability to say, okay, well, 
I want to go in this arena. I want to go in that arena because we do know there's so many, so many avenues, avenues you know? in the cannabis space. So you could be in the business, you could be a grower, you could be the marketer, you could do anything. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, I really wonder if this is going to have value because what if this is just a cash grab? We know college is a business, right? And it's all about getting money, and people are sold the idea of getting a degree sometimes, and it's not that valuable. Or they're so into getting into the cannabis space because they know how much money they could make. That so that too. might be the other thing. Maybe they're trying to capitalize on that. It might be. Maybe. It might be. I think, honestly, the only thing that's going to tell us whether it's valuable or not is whether people are enrolling. And then, yeah. you know, I think like any enrolling. new <laughs> enrolling, um, you know, so I think once they're in it and then they're like, oh, okay, I got a job or this really benefited. I think that's the only way we'll really be able to, to yeah. know that. You know. So aside from being skeptical, I do have some type of positive feelings about this. It's just I know how greedy some people can be, oh, know, yeah, especially always. when it comes to education. Uh, so next up on the quick hits, we have officials approved Colorado's first cannabis degree program. I think I just mentioned that. Let's skip through. So we have Colorado also. Colorado also, including <laughs> Western Illinois University. So we have Netflix. Netflix pulled content off of their streaming service because it contained cannabis content in movies and tv shows what do you think about that is that a good thing or bad thing no it's not <laughs> but like i mean why? i understand okay well okay first of all we gotta specify it's singapore it's singapore okay it's not the united states so don't freak out people right. you can still watch all your old episodes of high maintenance okay but <laughs> you know i think that it is once again in line with what what the country's ideals are you know what i'm saying like who yeah. are we to say whether they should or shouldn't you know, it's really about the people in that country, you know, wanting that and being like, hey, that's, uh, you know, stomping on my rights. Yeah, because apparently Singapore has the worst cannabis laws in the world, right? Like, Isn't it one of those countries, like, if you got caught, like, if you were, like, an American and you were vacationing there and then yeah. you get, like, caught with some shit, like, don't they, like, give you, like, the death penalty or something yeah. or, like, something close it's to that? It's even crazier than that. So let's say you go to Singapore on vacation and you get drug tested for whatever reason mm -hmm. and they find THC in your blood, you then go to jail automatically. That's so... For a drug test. That's so crazy. Now, granted, their laws are a little ludicrous to us, but they do have the cleanest streets I've ever seen in the most beautiful... One of the most beautiful cities. You know, mm. like they have those... Uh, because trees. everybody's feeding for some weed, yo. <laughs> <laughs> right? What else are you going to do with your time? Be in my good behavior, <laughs> just in case. I'm going to clean these streets. <laughs> <laughs> good old Singapore. I mean, look, Netflix is probably trying to protect the business as every business would, right? And they don't want to cause any friction between them and the singapore government and mm -hmm. any government has a right to try to control i guess what the people are seeing they're not america yeah. right but to be honest when i first saw the headline the way the writer put it i thought it was america and i was like yo this is crazy i get it's federally illegal but there should be no reason why you ban it but when i read <laughs> instead of just doing the so headline they did the okie doke on you homie. yeah yeah they had to the clickbait <laughs> like no no way netflix not my netflix <laughs> not american netflix <laughs> this is america <laughs> speaking of america we have the presidential <sighs> elections coming up soon. yeah i know yeah and a lot, a lot of hoopla yes right yes. you have yeah. candidates well one candidate on one side another candidate on another another side yeah so before we get into that because that's a whole topic in itself i want to introduce my guest 
the green baker. Clap, 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 (laughs) clap, clap. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Tell High TV who you are and what you do. Hey, High TV. How you doing? Well, I'm the Green Baker. Um, Real name is Angie, but, you know, most people know me by the Green Baker. Even when they see me on the street, they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, it's okay. I'm the Green Baker. (laughs) But um, I am the creator, the founder, the head pot washer at uh, the Green Baker LLC. You can follow me on Instagram at the dot green dot baker um so i provide you know infused treats i focus on a special diet because obviously we know there are tons of delicious edibles out there but not a lot for people that are vegan vegetarian uh sugar-free things like that um and now i've expanded this wonderful brand to now encompass a full cannabis lifestyle so i do uh classes i do a podcast also which if you guys go over to uh Spotify, you can find my podcast, the Green Baker Podcast, where uh, Des was a guest on that, so yeah, it was yeah. amazing. <laughs> and um, and you know, and so now it's just about educating, advocating, um, and networking in this space as a you know black queer female. Um, and um, it's been amazing. So I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. We are excited to have you here. <laughs> and as I told her, it's a strong voice intellectual has knowledge on a lot of subjects and can really bring perspective and that diverse mindset we're looking for in the cannabis industry because as we know that cannabis industry looks kind of you know vanilla vanilla (laughs) not even vanilla beans just vanilla not even the beans not even the beans (laughs) just the vanilla and and so i want to try my best to propagate people in the industry who are of color and are minorities because we need to and i think because the doors which you talk about on the podcast on the episode you can check it out Mm -hmm. we talk about that subject in depth so yeah. if you want to hear that go ahead and check out our podcast but we are going to get into these presidential debates you know Ooh, why boy. folks mm-hmm. because whoever's the next president is going to have a huge effect on what cannabis laws are passed in the next four to eight years and maybe even longer because remember yeah. the the crap that uh, <laughs> the crap that dtj is doing right now even when he leaves office it's still going to have an effect on us you know what I'm saying? So we have to be very thoughtful right. about what we're doing because, yeah, they may only get four years or eight years, mm-hmm. but the effects of what they do last way beyond that. For sure. You like know how he saying? appointed those Supreme Court justices. Uh, so they're going to be there till they die. Till they die. You know what I'm saying? You can't. <laughs> so they're going to. Talk we, about job security, homie. Right. Super job security. <laughs> like, yes, I'm in this big till I'm in the grave. I can do what I want when I want. No <laughs> pants underneath my gown. Okay. <laughs> but uh so i had to ask i had to ask are you for trump or not for trump i am not for trump, not for trump. <laughs> i mean i don't know why it took me so long to answer that but i wanted to build it up like suspense what do we have here who is she have? one of us <laughs> no cool? i am not i'm not for i am not team dtj i'm i'm good so uh or djt djt um i am not see i don't even know his initials there you go so (laughs) call him president orange president cheeto (laughs) president cheeto (laughs) cheeto fingers all over his body spray tan president spray tan as we know from these pictures last week i know y'all done seen them all over the internet exactly on these internets internets be savage yo yo the memes they created about this guy yo hilarious but he does it to himself so good though yeah so good and then he comes on talks about fake news like Ninja, that ain't fake news. You are fake news. 
Tan is fake news. How about right. that? <laughs> your, your relationship is fake news. Oh, man. We could go on and on, on about fake for news days. On for days. 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 Yeah. But. So that brings me to the question. You're not for Trump. No. But can you imagine what type of laws he may pass? Because in my opinion, I think that Donald Trump will do what it takes to win. He's the type of guy that will create any type of lie, jump through hoops just to try and, you know, Prove get a double. Right. Exactly. I, I I don't know. I have to slightly disagree. I do think that he will do anything to win. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. And in that same mindset, I think in him doing anything to win, mm -hmm. I think he's not going to want to alienate his base of evangelical, middle-aged white men <laughs> and women. Let's not leave them out. Right. Um, you know, who are very much rooted in the Christian faith, which... They're not about cannabis, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of feel like if he does push anything more forward, mm -hmm. like outside of it being like the hemp act, because I think yeah. because it was an agricultural thing and middle America is farmland. Yes. That was West playing Virginia. to his base. You right. know what I'm saying? So I think if he does anything in the direction of like recreational or anything in the direction of legalizing it fully, I think that would alienate too many, too much of his, of his base. I hear you, but I feel like you're painting the picture that all of his constituents are like Christian faith. He also has those like deep Florida down south hillbilly types that smoke weed from time to time, and like, they'll be happy. How did, you, how did you completely change your voice? <laughs> I do that from time to time on this podcast. I got you. <laughs> we got characters, characters. Characters, absolutely, absolutely. But you get it though. A lot of them do and love cannabis, right? Yeah. And we were discussing before the podcast this same subject, and we said, "What if he doesn't go full recreation? Because that's a few. That's a huge jump, mm -hmm. right? You have to jump through the hurdles of the big pharma, of all the other industries and impacts. Yeah, and so." maybe they'll do MMJ first, right? And, then, and that is uh, a very likely thing. I mean, we know that from historical. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when alcohol prohibition happened, you know, it happened in stages. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with marijuana prohibition. Right. First, it was like, okay, we're going to do the hemp, then we're going to do the... So it's like they have to back come back in just like they came out, you know, those steps. It literally took 30 years. Yeah. To pass, you know, marijuana prohibition, you know, so it's going to take, I feel, about that same amount to get us back on track where we need to be, wherever that is, where we need to be as far as the, you know, decriminalizing of cannabis and not to, and we're not even going to talk about, you know, the war on drugs and how that's decimated communities and decimated families. And, you know, so that's, that's a whole other generational yeah. you know like effects that we're still gonna feel way more that. harm than good way more you know so i mean i don't know i kind of feel like cannabis for him is like on the kind of side burner i don't think it's yeah. in like front of mind for him i, I think I the farmers like, are taken care of and he's yeah. good with that i feel like when he sees what that bernie's numbers are going to be up or someone that he's very who's a big competitor towards him he might say, let's just pull some of the votes by pulling that out the car because, you know, liberals are for cannabis. Yes. You know, yes. so you never know. 
So and it is a possibility. Once again, let's realize we are talking about a sociopath. So nobody knows what he's actually going to do. <laughs> uh, sociopath, psychopath, <laughs> nasty, nasty, nasty. Like that's so a no, raven, you're nasty. I don't even think he knows what he's going to do from day right. to day. I think he wakes up in the morning, goes on Twitter and goes, hmm, I think I'm going to do this today. Right, <laughs> like, right. I think that's how he like figures shit out. Like, How's your day going to go? I don't know. I have a jump accent. I know you're going to try. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. does the best impersonation. Yeah, with Donald like Dick. the weird lip thing that he yeah, does. The weird All right, so speaking of the other candidate, we did mention Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. right? So, of course, if we're not for Trump, which listeners, if you're for Trump, you get offended. It's cool. It's whatever. We agree to disagree. But who do you think has the best chance of winning? Oh, man. Well, I... Um, I think right. it's I, it's it's hard, yeah. Because I, for a long time I was a Warren Yang ticket. Yang I like, gang. I was I was like, this is this is the dream team right here. Yeah. We need Warren and Yang. Yeah. You know. Um, but now that Elizabeth is still doing very well, by mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. um, still above Biden, but yeah, not getting as much traction just yeah. because of that whole fallout. With after the Native American the, thing? Well, no, it was the um, the debate where she pretty much threw Bernie under the bus. <laughs> and Bernie was like, I'm just trying to understand. And she was just like, I'm not about it. You yeah. know, that apparently he allegedly had said that no woman or no female would ever be elected to be president. In the past. Yes. And this was a conversation. This is what she heard. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I... You know, my years of experience have shown my my track record has shown that I support female candidates. I support, you know, I backed Hillary, you know, all of this. And she kind of snubbed him. And I think after that debate where Mm. people kind of saw them interact, it's really hurt Elizabeth's um, street cred. Yeah. And and to add to that, when people found out that she was saying she was Native American when she really wasn't. That yeah, also that caused was... some type of discrepancy, especially with minorities. Like, oh, you're trying to cash in on our scholarship? I think that kind of happened more in the beginning, and I think people were kind of, like, over it. They were, like, they got mad about it, yeah. but then they started kind of seeing her policies and what she was doing and what she was representing. And I think she really got a lot of people on her side. I do think that this more recent kind of transgression has been a little bit, has caused some 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 upheaval, I think. You yeah. know, and I think, so... Uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like if either one of them, if Warren wins or if Bernie wins, I think it's going to be a good thing for the yeah, country. For sure. Like, I'm, I'm team Bernie over here. Feel the burn. Yeah, I'm, I'm no STDs, you though. know, <laughs> get that checked out. Free clinic. Please. Um, you know, so I feel like if either one of them win, then I think it would be an upgrade from where we're at right now. No, definitely. And I do like Andrew Yang's approach, too, because I he's do. actually approaching it from actually having policies for everything that he's speaking yeah, about. Yeah, I not really just selling love, dreams. I love, love, love Yang. I love um, the universal income. I yes. love that. I think that it has been proven in Africa and other very, very In our own country, countries. Alaska, they do yeah, in very poor countries that, um, you know, when you empower women, when mm-hmm. you give women money right. for whatever, you don't tell them, oh, you have to do this, you have to use it for that, but you literally give them money, that empowers that family, and then that family empowers the community. It's actually proven. Yeah. Oh, oh, like, they did, like, I think, like, a 10 or 20-year study then that in money Africa and in India with wow. these women in villages where mm-hmm. they were just, they would give them money and say, hey, this is my... And 
99% of the time, yeah. they reinvested it. They created businesses. They created, they gave their family a foundation, a savings, something to fall back on. Yeah. They And then they were able to actually raise themselves out of poverty. Out of poverty and that's that what money. I think we need as a country because the wealth gap is growing exponentially. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. The rich are getting rich and the poor are getting poorer. And mm -hmm. in any society where the middle class is shrinking, it's almost like imagine a collapse, like having a, 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 a napkin. And then putting a penny in the middle. When once that middle class dips, mm -hmm. that paper's gonna rip and it's gonna fall apart. Yeah, I so mean, it's, like that I think would be extremely helpful. Yeah, it's 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 definitely so. I there are a lot of um, Yang's um, uh, policies that I'm really for. I like that he isn't a Washington person. You know, I Business like guy, that yeah. he isn't. I think he's young enough. He's forward thinking enough. And I think that that's something that we really yeah. need in this country. Um, just because, you know, we have a super old president right now. And, um, you know, yeah. and the future is that age range, you know. And he does a great job of targeting people on the Internet. Yes. You know, his marketing and the videos, even some of like the cartoons and stuff. Very engaging yeah. on yeah, many podcasts as well. It is. I, I, I really. So I wouldn't be mad if he was like a vice president or something i'm just saying <laughs> yeah but we are america and kind of xenophobic so i don't know how that will go yeah it especially is. during this coronavirus season oh, geez, <laughs> i joke I, I kid i kid it is yeah i mean we're we are definitely still a country that you know question having a female president still right. you know what i'm saying yeah. like even a white female president, they was like, mm. yeah, you know, know, so. We I like mean, Bill, but I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, so I feel like regardless, I think it's a time to really be like bold and it's a time to be, you know, to be able to write that ship. I think we have to make really bold decisions about where our politics is going and, and how we're holding our politicians, um, you know, up to that standard. So, and I think if, if someone like Bernie gets elected, I think he will legalize cannabis because he's in Vermont and they have legalized cannabis yes, already. Mm -hmm. And they're so liberal that that's might be the direction they go. Mm -hmm. Now of all the candidates you spoke of from Trump all the way down to Yang, Mm. Do you think any of the people who are running for president smoke cannabis at all? They like cannabis stoners. Oh, that's <laughs> Low a <key>. good question. <laughs> I would say Yang definitely for sure. Um, I think Buddha Judge is also a pot smoker, but he's probably like one of those like angry Catholic pot smokers. Really? That like smoke it and then go in the shower and cry because he feels guilty <laughs> <laughs> and like beats himself with a loofah. Uh, uh, I should have you know? done that. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, no. I feel like he's one of those. Like he's one of those regretted. regretted he, kinda, he, he reminds me of the guy at a party when you smoke weed. He kind of judges you in <laughs> silence in the corner and yeah. judges you, and like, has one finger on his nose. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I think he does. Um, there was a, there were a couple. Uh, Mike Bloomberg, nah, nah. Don't That's my guy does. from New York. Come on, now. I don't think he does, dog. I don't think he does. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he does. Either. I think he'll go for the pharmaceuticals before he goes for the cannabis. Pill popper, for sure. Yes, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> with, with alcohol, too. Yes, with a brandy exactly. on the side. That's right. On the rocks. That's just, you know, like, yeah. um, I Bloomberg, let me see. Who else is there? Elizabeth, I kind of feel like he could get down. I feel like Liz. She's cool. Liz, back in the day. Yeah. I can see with her hair a little bit longer. Probably in college, like, I'll hit a joint. Yeah. That, that, like, yeah. And her hair still bounces every time she talks. <laughs> yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she might have been hitting that peyote. It's from her people, right? So, I mean. <laughs> Allegedly, right? The 2%. Allegedly. So, you know, I mean, I feel like there are a few of them that I think probably might have. I don't think Joe, though. Mm-mm. 
I don't think. I don't oh think no, Joe. I think Joe definitely burns. You think so? Joe looks like a burner. He's so he like comes from that era. He's always smiling and handsy and touchy. You know, <laughs> he comes from that era of Me Too. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What what era are we speaking of? He was living with Obama as vice president for so long. You know, but you see Obama's lips. Look, 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 Come look, on, look. you can't we be ain't around. Gonna talk about, oh, we ain't gonna talk about Barack, okay? We know Barack's cool. He down. Yeah, he so down. if you're around, if Joe's around him, then chances are they, they lighten nah, up. Joe just wanted that black cred. I'm sorry. He you won so? He won down with the cause, 100%. I don't oh, think so. man. I don't think so. But Bernie, for sure. Look at his hair. Yeah, Bernie definitely He burns. wakes up and has like ganja tea or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> That's right. I think he always coughs every time he talks. I know. <laughs> he got that tea. Got a little bit of that infused honey in there. That's sure. You know what I'm saying? I think Bernie, though, definitely. I, I would like to actually smoke with Bernie. I think that right. might be kind of cool. It'd be a great conversation. Really deep. Oh, my God. So you know, America. <laughs> History lesson and shit. Yeah, yeah. He talked about like 1846. <laughs> because he was around back then. Right, right. You know. But Trump. I think you like. Think Trump smokes? Oh, hell. I would he said, not. He, said he, no? would, he would be one of those people that you would smoke around and they would fuck up your high. Like, Probably. you, you would just be like, outlandish. I just don't want to be around this dude while I'm smoking. You know, this, this, this weed isn't the best weed. I have the best weed. You want to try my weed? <laughs> exactly. It's the best. <laughs> It's huge. It's huge. Huge blunt. It's huge blunt. <laughs> yeah, like, he sounds, he's like the type of personality that I just, I'd be like, I'd leave and smoke because I just couldn't be around that energy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I feel I'm like good. he's like a person, if he gets a joint, he like does a massive pull where like a three-fourths of it is And then gone. he probably wets it and shit. Oh, yeah. Doesn't apologize. Talks with it his hands and like does like this. With his little hands. Little hands. With his little hands. <laughs> I love this joint. This joint is the best joint ever in the whole universe. We're going to send it to space with the Space Force. It's so good. Right. <laughs> THC. I made THC, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know anything about THC till I came around. I'm like, oh, God. That would be the dude I wouldn't want to smoke around. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I wouldn't want to do Cannot come in our such circle. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But um, another topic I wanted to cover was what is happening with the cannabis industry. Brief intro. As you guys know, we spoke about on the podcast, listen, the cannabis industry is in a crisis. We're seeing this left and right on the stock market, how uh, they're... MedMen, for instance, is 90% decreased in its valuation. They're laying off people. The CEO stepped down. This is happening across the board. I mean, it happened uh, not too long ago with Canopy Growth with Bruce Linton. I thought that was just a fluke. But it seemed like he was just the first in many, many CEOs to take the feel the wrath of what's going on in the cannabis industry. So my question to you mm -hmm. is... What is causing this? Is it overregulation? Is it just growing pains in the cannabis industry? What exactly is causing this failure that we're experiencing? I think it's all. Uh, uh, is there a bubble for all of the above? All of the above, <laughs> everything. Um, I feel like it's. First of all, there's not enough fully legal states for it to be mm, overregulated. Like I just kind of feel like. Mm -mm, you know, within the states, maybe that might mm -hmm. be. But then again, you also have to realize that, for instance, if you have a state where it's legal, the state that's right next door to it may yeah. not be legal. And so therefore they are inundated but with cannabis yeah. and customers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like it's a it's a it's a it's a kind of a stew of, you know, all of the Perfect above. Storm. Yeah, um, I think one it was. It's like, and I think you had mentioned it on my podcast. It's mm. like the dot com, you know. Yes, the it's bubble. like 
everybody the retail like real estate people were over evaluating it they were like oh my mm -hmm. god this is gonna be the next big thing this is gonna be you know and they hyped it up so much right and i think whenever you prohibit something mm -hmm. it's always going to cause that you know what i'm saying yeah. when you say oh you can't do this you're gonna go ahead and do it then it creates already inherently a bubble because right. <laughs> there's always going to be the people that are going to do it still Right. And so I think now that all of these conversations are being had about, oh, well, it's legal, whatever, CBD, you know, Hemp Act and all of this stuff. I think that bubble is now just expanding, but it can't expand out into the full market Why because not? not every state has the legal. I mean, it yeah. may be medical, yeah, it, and and th maybe that's it. You don't have a fully reg, and once again, where because it's federally not legal, mm -hmm. you cannot interstate. You cannot like take can't make your a McDonald's weed like that. and then go. Oh, I'm gonna go to Ohio, and then I'm gonna go to Cali, and then I'm gonna go to Florida. Like but, you can't do that. But just to play devil's advocate, you do have MedMen that's called a multi-state operator. Right? I think it's called MSO. They're in Florida, as MMJ, mm -hmm. they're in Cali as recreational. So there are these companies that are multi-state, but they're still failing when they do have all those numbers. Because the black market is thriving. Because of the black market. <laughs> as we as we told you guys, right? And we had a conversation right before this came on. The black market is three times the size, okay, of the legal cannabis market in California. You I believe you told me exactly how much. Eight point five billion people. Eight point five mofo. Billion. <laughs> billion. Would it be? Would it be? Would it be? Yeah. I mean, and and that once again, I think that's that bubble, right? When you prohibit something, you tell people, okay, you can't do this, it creates this bubble. That bubble is the black market, right? And then now you want to come in and be like, Okay, we need you to expand out to this bigger bubble. But it's, it's I think it's not... also a case by case scenario. Well, like in California, they've had weed kind of legalized for twenty years, mm -hmm. MMJ in the nineteen nineties, and then now we it's that black market has matured so much compared to everywhere else. Because I don't think Colorado has that issue, and they're recreational, right? Mm -hmm. Washington has the issue, but it's not as bad as California, and that makes me think. Did I the think it's just because Cali's so fucking big too. It is a big, huge state. <laughs> it's a huge, huge state, state, huge market, and a lot know. of counties even allow cannabis in their county. Believe it or not. In California. In California. A lot of counties do not even allow it. Oh, I think wow. it's 27% does not allow cannabis in their county. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So look at that. Even within the freaking state itself. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Hurdles. Hurdles. Oh, Speaking so of which, hurdles. you might love this. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Love Whoopi. Ghost. Color purple. I can go on and on. Me and you. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Hell yeah. <laughs> and speaking of, Whoopi was actually one of my Black History Month candidates last year or two years ago where I featured a company, Whoopi and Maya, where she makes uh, products that are great for women that are going through their menstrual cycle, have pain and cramps and whatnot, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rooting for her. Yeah. Promoted her stuff. She yeah. even commented on the, on, the, on, the, on the post. Oh, nice. So now fast forward to 2020. Unfortunately, a company has shut down yeah. because of over-regulation and, of course, I personal about stuff. That. I read about that. How do you feel I think about it's, that? I think it's more so personal stuff. Because, I, I mean, so. honestly, yeah. And, well, I read an article. They were talking about how they kind of overshot it. You know, one of the board members was talking about, yeah. you know, they wanted this niche, niche market. Super niche. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, uh, unfortunately, I hate calling female problems a niche market, but... You know, it kind of is. I mean, Viagra's a niche market, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, so, which I think is kind of stupid. It should just be a fucking market. I mean, 
we all bleed. So I think um, I think them narrowing it down to such a degree where yeah. that's all they were targeting. Right. I think the lack of diversification is really probably yeah. what did them in, you know, aside from the personal issues or whatever. I agree. But they were one of the first, I mean, I remember hearing mm-hmm. that they were like one of the first like female, you know, like specific oops sorry mike um you know female specific like you know it had a a a, a celebrity you Tied know title onto it yeah. like so that was like one of the really first markets that i heard you know mm-hmm. like wow this is incredible it is. and i just think they just didn't take into account the diversification absolutely you know? like even if you are a niche market which is female brands you could have still provided products that female use they smoke weed too yes. they take concentrates they yes. take edibles and i'm sure you could formulate the products you're making to help out the stuff that they were looking to and help there out are individuals tons with of other small businesses that they could have turned to that yeah. i'm sure they would have could could have collaborated with could have you know Whatever, but I, I think they just because they were just kind of so stuck on that, like this is who our market is, and that's it. And mind you, there are tons of other places doing that now. When right. they first came out, brand brand, they new. were it. They were it. There wasn't anybody else really mm-hmm. doing it. Also, the medical marijuana like arena wasn't set either. You know, it was in Cali, and that was kind of pretty much it. You know, and they were focusing on medical marijuana patients yeah. and women, and you know. And I think because they just didn't expand out enough to take into account, you know, hey, this is a market that is thriving. You know, mm-hmm. women weed smokers account for like I think like sixty percent or some shit or fifty percent. You know. So we do, we partake, We're you here. know, and so I think if they had just diversified and even reached out to smaller companies, cause now these companies are doing it, you mm-hmm. know, we, um, you have small mom and pop places that are infusing with CBD, whether it's, uh, bath gels, CBD lubes, suppositories, lubes, um, all kinds of things that they're infusing yeah. that they could have done done you know what i'm saying yeah. because they were ahead of the game Early. before anybody else you even know what thought I'm about it so i just think it was just lack of foresight yeah and to add insult to injury they also said it was a packaging because california wanted them to regulate and have them switch up the packaging oh, again and again yeah. and again it's and that's expensive. costly it Super is expensive. and imagine you have whoopi goldberg as your co-founder right and you can't make it Nigga. imagine what these million dollar com- billion dollar companies are doing oh my gosh you know but imagine what the small people, we can't compete with that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of the money that it takes to stay up on what that regulation is, to stay in compliance, to mm-hmm. stay in, it's it's expensive. And yeah. so any small companies are not going to be able to keep up with that. You and know, if these small companies even have a way to keep their head up above water, what's going to happen? You're going to get consolidated and bought out by these big companies. companies. I've seen this yeah. happening. And maybe, hopefully, Whoopi and Maya can sell to a company that's reputable and will keep up the quality yeah. of products to help out. Yeah, I mean, that out. would be that would be ideal. But, you know, I also understand it's like the Wild West out here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't nobody really know what's going on, you know? So we're going to take a quick break for our advertisement, and we will be right back. Thank you for listening. Well, I'm gonna take my horse down Old Town Road I'm gonna smoke me some CBD 
1606, smoke the pack, it's a hundred percent tobacco free. No, seriously, seriously, y'all tried some CBD packs in the past, right? We've heard of all of them, we've seen them in the orange box or the box with aluminum on it, and they have like biomass in it. They're not good CBD, all right? They don't help you out at all. They're full of seeds, they got all type of stems. I mean, they don't really help you out, right? They're good for people who are smoking cigarettes and want something else to smoke. But if you really want to get some feeling in CBD, go with the company that has good CBD, all right? Actual quality flower in there that has high percentage of CBD, you can feel the difference. You get the relaxation, all right? You get the pain reduction. You get to feel actually relaxed, all right? Uplifting relief. You want that feeling. So with that being said, I urge you to try 1606. Welcome back to the High TV Podcast. Thank you so much for sticking around after the break. And we're going to talk about some topics here. All right. First, we're going to have a debate on what is a it? A debate. You, you don't tell a Gemini we're going to have a debate. I'm okay. a Gemini too. So oh, this is full personalities coming out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Arms everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Whose do- arm is that? Wait. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, we're going we're gonna to have a debate. What is a good age to start smoking cannabis? What is a good age? I think, um, I mean, I was kind of a late-ish bloomer, I guess. So, um, and I know there's a lot of, like, research out there, like, oh, the developing brain and all of this. But we have an endocannabinoid system. Right. So. That's especially made for cannabinoids. So yeah. It can't be so, that detrimental. Honestly, I don't think that there should be, like, a minimum age. I mean, right. just being real, I feel like there are parents that medicate their kids. You know what I'm right. saying? So. Right. I'm one of those. I'm definitely like a pro parent choice, you know, cannabis to medicate. Um, so I don't think there should be a minimum age. It's, it's, I don't think it's as detrimental um, as we're thinking it is. I think there should be a special age. Why? What because special of this, age, though? All right. So this, the brain doesn't stop development until 25. Right? Yeah. Me and you both, we both probably smoked cannabis before we were 25. Of course I did. And so I don't, we don't know if we have the effects that they mentioned if taking cannabis at a younger age will cause that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, you should give your kids cannabis if they are in the medical need of it, right? Whether they have seizures, whether they have pains, and that thing really helps to improve their quality of life. Yeah. But... If you're going to use it recreationally, what chances are you taking it Monday? And I'm not talking about it being recreational. I mean, I just think, I mean, as a recreational user, I I don't know. Like, I still feel like there, it shouldn't be, because it's not as harmful. Like, if you're talking about alcohol or if you're talking about cigarettes, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I kind of feel like we should have a little bit of leeway. I think we should wait. You want full autonomy? I think people should have the choice to do what is best for them, you know? So and you got like on the booty like, judge train where he wants all drugs legal. I don't want to put that that way. <laughs> <laughs> God. I, just, I just feel like, one, we don't have enough research, <laughs> first of all. We don't have enough research. Everything is regulated in this kind of like wonky state-by-state state freaking way. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to be able to have more information to make an informed decision. And based off the information that we have, currently where we know we have an endocannabinoid system we know we can benefit from that those endocannabinoids we also know medical therapeutic doses you know what doses we need to take for the medicinal benefit right then just based on that information alone i think we should be all right to decide what age is a right age quote unquote so you kind of are on the california penny where in california they allow up to kindergartners to take 
their marijuana in school if they need it. No, that's amazing. That is amazing. It was crazy is when I heard like it. Like four-year-olds like rolling up a pre-roll. <laughs> <laughs> they like, got We're fruit. gonna have snack break. All right, I'm going outside. I'll see you guys later. For <laughs> <laughs> rope in one hand and a joint in the other. Well, that's a cool kindergarten, yo. <laughs> what they make him at? They're OG kindergartner. <laughs> I've been in this kindergarten since April. <laughs> The things I've seen, you know, it'd be like that old got, school kindergarten. You got crayon on his joint paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah. So I, I understand. You're, you're more so going for the effect of understanding how cannabis works with the body. It could be yeah. mostly beneficial, not detrimental. And yeah, of course you can use it on the age. But I guess recreational. What would be a good recreational age? Yeah, because that's what most people use cannabis outside yeah. of medicinal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that definitely would have to be like a discussion. I think. I mean, if you're able to vote, if you're able to go out and die for your country at 18, then I think you should be able to smoke a good joint. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe 18 might be that age. You That's know. another thing. You can go ahead and go to the army, but you can't drink. Mm-mm. Now, legally, can't even smoke cigarettes either. Yes, now. Yes, exactly. But you can go ahead and kill yourself at war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the vets. Congratulations, United States government. <laughs> but yes, yes. All right, so I wanted that to be more of a debate. We are very civil people for Gemini's. We I don't think we want to Civil people. More. We're very logical people. Yes. You know, we enjoy a good back and forth discussion. But yes. you know, ain't nobody got to get ratchet up in here. Yeah, yeah. We just smoke that beautiful green and mild. Can nobody get ratchet? Can nobody? Up in here? <laughs> I mean, that like wheat uplifting relief kicks in. You feel calm. You feel. You know cold. what I'm saying? With debate. What? Listen, li- listen, guys. If you're in a you know, if you're in an argument with your significant other, mm-hmm. as you say, right? Mm-hmm. And tensions are getting high, break out some CBD, maybe some like weed. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. a little better. That beautiful green and mild. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted to go ahead and add something new to the podcast. Ooh. I'm yes. looking forward to this. So as my first guest, I wanted to add and make sure we set this precedent. I feel like everybody in the cannabis industry can learn from one another. We all have knowledge. We all have perspective. We all have something to offer. So if I'm going to bring somebody on a high TV podcast, I'm sure I can learn something from them. And I've told you, as their name suggests, Angie, the Green Baker. The Green Baker. Mm-hmm. She is a excellent cook. <laughs> the greenest of bakers. The greenest of bakers. <laughs> <laughs> she got a green wrist. <laughs> she be cooking. Not a green whipping thumb. It, whipping it, whipping it. But yes. I'm wearing green. What the hell? Green on green. <laughs> she has a lot of knowledge that she can offer to me and also you, the listener. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So. If I can learn something about edibles, that is maybe something I don't know. Mm. Maybe something that's key to what you do. Oh man! Well, I ain't gonna give I ain't gonna give away no proprietary oh, secrets. No secret sauce. <laughs> you keep the secret sauce in the box. Ain't got no secrets, you know. But I think um, you know the beauty of edibles is how our body metabolizes it. You know, I think smoking is such a um, easy and accessible way to consume our cannabis. Mm. But, you know, we're learning, especially from the legal markets, like in California and Canada, that edibles take up about 50% of those markets, you know, so wow. of all the cannabis, whether it's cannabis infused, whether it's mm. pre-rolls or anything like that, edibles account for 50% of the market. Wow, because it's so you much know. easier when we're so familiar with eating. Yeah, people are really, um, it makes it, that much more accessible to people, you know, um, sometimes having to roll makes it a block. I know I'm one of those people. I don't know how to really roll really good. So I don't usually get flour and roll it. Um, you know, sometimes it could just be that stigma and that intimidation of having flour and having to break it down and put it, you know, whatever, put it Mm -hmm. into a, a, 
pre-roll or a pipe or a bong or whatever it is that you're smoking out of. So I think edibles are like such a great way to um, make it accessible and make it friendly for people. Um, Except when you're driving. Edibles when you're driving something. Like. <laughs> we just had a whole discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I say a little prayer for them. Two large uh, Wendy's french fries that I smashed. Um, oh, yes. All the way down to Weston when I was really high that day. Um, but, you know, I think it makes it um, something that people can really um, see and is friendly to them. It's something that they're familiar with, right? Mm. And so I think the way that our body metabolizes that, those edibles, because it doesn't go through our respiratory system and into our brains, it actually goes through our digestive system and through the liver and through all of these other kind of the stomach lining. Yeah. Um, you know, it does make for a very different high mm. than when you smoke it, right? So Are there like health benefits outside of lung, you know, obtrusion. Edibles offer on other ways of well, I mean, cannabis? obviously, of course, if you are taking it medicinally because you have maybe COPD or mm. asthma or anything like right. that, smoking usually is probably not the best way to consume it. Um, you know, there are ways to take it as like a tincture, you know, so you don't even have to actually have it in anything, you yeah. can actually just ingest the oil itself or ingest the you know whatever the the tincture or whatever it is that you're taking mm -hmm. you can just ingest it straight away and you'll still have the same benefits you know um obviously of course using food as that medium makes it to where if you're not like a chef <laughs> you know then it's like you can manage it yeah. but i mean like squeeze a drop out correct and you know there's been you know I, personally myself i don't really like to um eat my edibles <laughs> Wait, what? No, you make them, but you don't eat them. Exactly. It's like, you ever heard that Biggie song, Don't Get High on Your <laughs> Own Supply? I get high on my own supply a lot. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's a chef thing. You know, once you're around food a lot and you're yeah. tasting it and you're testing it and you're testing it and you're, you know, you're perfecting that art. By the time it comes around to actually consuming it, it's like the last thing you want to do, you know? Get this food so, out of my face. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, I'm good, you know? So, I but I love using my oils and my tinctures and just mm -hmm. putting it into the whatever I'm eating. You know? That way you get to keep the recipe, keep the flavor and the taste pro, uh, flavor profile. Yeah. And just mm -hmm. add a little THC on it. So, exactly. Sorry, I got you. Exactly. Exactly. And it makes it a lot easier. I think, um, you know, having awareness of dosing is super important with edibles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like the most important thing. So it's going to change your life. Are the edibles you do <laughs> on the pastry end or more of like the dishes and like uh, entree? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm more so with the pastries and I'm doing some savory things. Um, like this month I have a macaroni and cheese, which oh, is man. I gotta try that. It's Again, so it's delicious. It's so, so good. Dog. Take me back to the family reunion. It's <laughs> so good. Um, so I did the um, macaroni and cheese this month. I mm -hmm. did. Uh, uh, um, I actually made cheese <laughs> the month before. What? Um, you know, I really tried to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you make cheese for the listeners that don't know? And be uh, it's very easy. Cheese is cheese basically is just curdled milk. So when you yeah. separate out the cheese, when you separate out the liquid mm -hmm. from the solids, which is cheese, then you have cheese. It was like kind of like a cream cheese, like a soft, like a goat cheese, or it was like a soft white cheese that I made. Um, and then I um, making cheese out here. Yeah, and making money. Two you know, saying like I feel like. If you, for me personally, just my own um, outlook is like, if you want to get kind of the normal stuff that you see, brownies and Rice Krispie Absolutely. treats and stuff like that, you can go to any 
number of wonderful edibles companies, right? <laughs> and get that. But you're paying for 20 years of chef experience. You know, you're paying is. for, you know, really that curated, thoughtful, mindful, intentional, um, you know, edible that I make every single month. And that's why my menu changes. And that's why, you know, because I like to have that freedom of being able to create things that are about healing people, mm. you know, um, and so that's why I concentrate on vegan and vegetarian, you know, vegan and gluten free and things like that, because they need to medicate too, and they want good stuff that tastes good. You know, and not everybody and I think of them when they're making their edibles. Correct. Yeah, because obviously, of course, it's just really easy to not do it. <laughs> it's really easy I to got just, the butter right here. Already. Exactly. You know, it's like I got the butter. I'm just gonna make it. You know, yeah. and that and that's the stuff that we're people are familiar with. Yeah. You know, um, but I really like to create things that people are. It's maybe unexpected or a, a nice surprise or, you know, something where you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know I could get that infused or, you know, so um, so I really enjoy doing that. But please invest in a good um, tester. Um, the tea check is really great, which um, I'm going to have I'm going to I'm going to have to reach out to teach because i've been referring hella people to you guys um tell me more about t-check um t-check is um a company i think it's based out of california yeah. um and they have i think one of the first um like uh not retail but just like normal not like a commercial like a laboratory or anything mm -hmm. um but kind of direct you know patient you know sales of a tester and you can get it and you can test your infusion. So if you have coconut oil, if you have a here. tincture, is if you, you have... mail to them? No, you do it in your home and it has an app on the wow. phone. Yeah. Do an app? Mm -hmm, yeah. All right, yeah. guys, you guys got to check that out. I just it's learned about that the first time. Check it sounds two. amazing. I think they're, um, I think it's at T, like the letter T, check two on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and they're really incredible and they've really, really helped me in my dosing and being able to know how to... Um, pass that information on to my patients. Yeah, make sure you your know. products are accurate. And that's Correct. great because you're not yeah. just swindling these patients because they need Correct. it. You're making sure they're getting what they need. Absolutely. So dosing is highly important when it comes to edibles. Yes, yeah, we know how it can get crazy. It can get a little bananas out here <laughs> in these streets. If you overdo it, you know, once again, I always tell people, especially people that are like first time users, make sure to have some high quality CBD on hand in case you... Yes go a little over or you you know do a little bit more than you were expecting or it's affecting you in a in a way that's unagreeable cbd um, is the antidote if you are too hot yes say that one more time cbd yes. is an antidote for when you're too hot that is correct so if you are on a trip and you're like i want to get off this ride mm -hmm. have some high quality cbd available climb down the tree please <laughs> <laughs> so i always tell people that but i think those are probably the three biggest things about edibles how we metabolize it you know yes. it's very different so be mindful when you're doing that it take longer. um make sure that you have some way to dose either you're getting your um, edibles from a credible person mm -hmm. or if you're not getting it from a credible person more power to you but understand that you might have a bad trip <laughs> right because they don't know what their dosing is it i feel personally myself that mm -hmm. it is our duty as edible people to be able to provide our customers with information if someone comes to me and asks me how many milligrams is in this i should as a duty 
I should be able to give that information as accurately as I possibly can. Right. Have so, you seen these people out here who sell their edibles and be like, oh, yeah, maybe it's like 200, yes, 300. Like, maybe it's 200, 300. My day, my type of day is going to change depending how Some strong this completely is. Completely change your day. Between and be like, look, if you had a plan, that plan ain't happening now. Yeah, you know, I'm going to carry the one and the zero and do it correctly. <laughs> so please it is, continue. It is important, you know, so dosing is, is super important when it comes to your edibles, yeah. you know. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is, is making sure to have some CBD on hand to help counterbalance if you overdo it. Or maybe you do get your edibles from someone who's maybe not super reputable and maybe they didn't know what the dosage was or you didn't ask, whatever the case is. Yeah. You know, then you have something to kind of help bring you down if it's too much. You all heard those bad stories and you have no clue what CBD was, but now you do, you can be safe. No yeah. more ER trips and calling people. No, nah, people calling the cops talking about they're going to die and stuff. Like, nah, ain't nobody ever died from weed, boo-boo. Nobody. <laughs> Just take you some CBD and take a nap. Made <laughs> <laughs> my first died. I left the door open all night. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. But the three things I learned today from Angie, a.k.a. The Green Baker, you can check her out on her podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Anchor. You can check her out on Instagram. You heard it here. She makes edibles with care. She actually doses it. And let me not skip the three part I learned to make sure I paid attention make to sure today's it's a, it's a information. It's a pop quiz. It's a pop quiz. Pop quiz. Hope I pass. <laughs> I grades. All right. So I learned today you have to make sure that your products have the proper dosing mm -hmm. because your products don't have the proper dosing and as you're not knowing what you're getting. They're not a reputable source. You can end up having something mixed with something you shouldn't be eating. Or eating too much. Or eating too much, and that's even worse, <laughs> right? Yeah, they say by the corner, by the corner, okay? I don't care how good it tastes. <laughs> I tell you, look, that's the one thing my customers, they always mess around, come yeah. back. It tastes so good, I forgot it. Man. And I'm like, I, keep non-infused munchies around. That's yes. that's a bonus. Exactly. That's a bonus. I'm exactly. just going to throw that out there. Keep you safe. Yes. Do, don't keep eating the thing that's infused when you get the munchies. Put it away. Get high, they, all look, they all look the same. <laughs> keep a bag of Doritos, yeah. you know, some Oreos for your munchies. And some milk. And some milk. <laughs> so dosing, you have to make sure you have some CBD around, like we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And you have to test T-Tech as well. Yeah. I learned today was a new Make thing sure I learned. Make sure you're dosing, yeah. You Make know, sure T-Tech was the... I've done and it. how we metabolize it differently. Metabolize. Look See, at that. Look at that. You got a B plus. I almost got, got 100. I was close. It was close. It was metabolize. close. I got you. Yes. Metabolism is important because as you know, it takes effect a little bit longer. Uh, so you may want to not eat something while you're waiting for the effects to come on. But honestly, it's been a great episode. I laughed a lot. I learned a lot. I had a great time. It Hope you guys enjoyed our first guest. Oh, my goodness. I feel so honored to be the first guest. I hope it'll be first of many. Absolutely. Obviously. Absolutely. I loved being on high TV. It was amazing. It was informative. It was informational. It was entertaining yes, on top uh, of that you know it's some good stuff all around and i would love to come back if you'd have me and absolutely. you know definitely please check out my podcast the green baker podcast it's on all of the streaming platforms including apple and all that jazz you know so please definitely check it out and i'll also be uh posting up when uh when mr high tv is on the green baker podcast which will be later on this coming year soon. coming soon to coming soon look y'all just need to stay tuned and listen to this the 
the one time I got really high and it was an uncomfortable story <laughs> from this man. It, he had us rolling. So <laughs> be be ready, be prepared. Yes, you guys are used <laughs> to my shenanigans and craziness on the podcast, but now you get to experience it with others and you can learn about that story. I didn't tell it on Thai TV. Ah, only on the Green Baker Podcast. Only on the Green Baker Podcast. <laughs> and as always, Hi TV has been great. Thank you for listening. Remember to rate us five stars on Google Play or Apple Music, rather. Follow us on Spotify. Check us out on Instagram, Hemp International. Get like weed, sunsethemp.org. Everything is going to be in the description. Look out for the green bacon description. It's like an auction voice is going on. I'm getting too excited here. But as always, stay tuned, stay high. ITV.